0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Ringgit and Sense on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, you're tuned in to Ringgit and Sense, the show all about personal finance, and I'm Sim Boon. If you're a parent, you most likely want the best for your child, be it clothes, toys, gadgets, and education. You want them to be safe, secure, and have a bright future ahead. But aside from providing them with these material possessions, saving up to send them to the best schools possible, it's important to instill upon them strong values that help shape their character take financial literacy for example. How they learn about the value of a ringgit when they're young will likely shape the way they view money as they grow up. But then how do we ensure that these values are instilled correctly? What's the best way to go about it? So joining me today is Alina Amir. She's the program lead for Fund for Life. It's a platform aimed at educating the youth on financial literacy. Good morning and welcome to the show Alina. Can we start off with a question on why it's important to teach your children about money at such a young age?
0: Okay so as a teacher, based on my observation, kids are very interested in money. So it gives them a sense of power. It gives them an opportunity to make a decision. Like, should I get the nasi or mikoreng? You know, making decisions are a big deal for kids. Um, And it's also something that they can use to impress their friends. So money is very important for children. But we all know that money comes with responsibilities and the magnitude of that responsibility are usually not felt until something bad happens to you, like you going broke or getting scammed or not thinking long-term, not knowing when is enough. And these are all money conversations that are very important, but doesn't often take place. Uh, so why? Because we we don't talk about money other than telling our kids to save. Um, but it's more than that. It's about talking to kids about not comparing themselves with others, making good decisions today for the sake of the future, like being ready for emergencies if there are any. And some days, mommy and daddy just don't have enough, but here are ways we are going to cope. So we don't talk about this because we either think kids don't understand, uh, is not their problem, or we just don't make time for it. So we tell our kids that they'll understand once they grow up and then they grow up and they still don't understand. And this makes them feel insecure to ask because they were told that they're supposed to know once they're an adult. So people are usually shy to ask about money because they don't want to be seen as dumb. You know, like you want to avoid people responding to you like, tahu. like itu pun like like that also you don't know, huh? like things like that, you know. So so that that is why it's really important to start teaching kids about money from the get-go, from young, so that they don't feel shy about wanting to ask about money or wanting to talk about money in the future.
1: Okay, but it sounds like these kids that want to learn about money, know about money, talk about money, right? On their own, does it peak only when they start going to school, when they start seeing other kids that can have allowance or they, you know, start having canteen breaks where they can buy food, right? Or can it happen earlier, this interest in money? Can it be instilled or actually can it grow at an earlier age, even before they enter primary school, for example?
0: Definitely. I I have a four-year-old who is very interested in money, who is very excited when he receives money, um, and and it shows that that kids understand that money can get you things. Kids understand that that parents go to work to get more money, um, and it's something that is intriguing for them. Doesn't matter how old they are, um, and I think that is why it's important to to start talking about money and start explaining what money is um, since they're young.
1: So how do you start talking? How do you identify the right time, or not strategize but plan for it? Right? I mean, is it when they start understanding the concept of numbers? That's when you should start talking about money, or when do you slip into their conversation?
0: Okay, to me, it's as soon as possible because research has shown that children at the age of three already understand transactions. Um, Our money habits are formed when we are seven years old building like a family culture that understands the value of money is extremely important. Little things like making sure you don't have money, not even coins laying around the house to show to your children that money is valuable and you should be keeping it safely. Makes a difference. Um, having conversations at the supermarket, just narrating your shopping behavior with your child. Oh, let's go with this instead of that because it's on sale. It's more value for your buck, etc. It's not a lesson. It's just you explaining your money decisions to show that we're not spending on impulse, but we're taking our time to decide what we do with our money. So sometimes people think that money is all about math, all about like calculating. I'm letting my child pay for things that he knows, he or she knows how to count for the balance. Yes, sure, that's important, but that's math skills. Values about money is what is going to make them be good with money. So focus on building these values. Encourage your children to say what they're grateful for every day, for example, so that they realize how much they have. So we want children to grow up knowing that being good with money doesn't mean you're living in a mansion, that you have a lot of money. It just means that you're in control of your money and and not the other way around.
1: Alina, do you see then there's a reluctance from the parents uh, in regards to talking about money at home? I mean, do parents find it hard or challenging to bring up these topics, especially since some can consider it rude or taboo in an Asian household?
0: I think it depends where, where they come from. I think um, still a lot of parents are still hesitant about talking about money. Not so much because it's a taboo more of like, I don't have the time to talk about money or I don't think you're ready to talk about money. Um, so I think the the challenge is the challenge is not so much the kids. The kids are very excited. They love learning about money. But if we're trying to instill parents to be involved in talking about money, I think they're they're still not comfortable to speak about money or share their money challenges with their children um, still.
1: Okay, so as you said earlier, right, a good way to start would be maybe uh, going through the groceries, telling them how much... What about like allowances, piggy bank? What are the steps necessarily that they should start taking when they have a kid, when they start thinking about like, okay, I want to teach them about money?
0: So... Usually when we tell kids, oh, it's really important for you to save, but we never really tell them why it's important for them to save. Um, like we give them a piggy bank, uh, we open up a bank account for them, but we don't really talk about where this money is going to go and, and why it's important to save. So I think having that conversation is just as important as um, instilling the habits of saving. Um, so one of the things that we do with our kids is we teach them to have financial goal, like really discovering why exactly you are saving your money Um, and this in itself helps the children explore what they're interested in what their passions are what is it in life that really requires money because as you're saving, but if you don't know what you're saving, it's very easy for you to get distracted by things. Oh, maybe I can spend this a little bit on that and that. I've, I'm i already saving. But because you don't have a clear goal of why you're saving, if you have a clear goal of why you're saving, it's much easier for you to be consistent with the habits of saving.
1: Yeah, I think I vaguely remember all my Chinese New Year money that was saved, but I don't know where it went. I just gave it to my mom. <laughs> Yeah okay so then saving is one thing right? what about spending though how do you then teach your uh, your child about what's a, what's a sensible amount to spend right
0: I think it's, um, it's important to also allow for, for mistakes to happen uh, so that they can learn from it. So on top of knowing why they're saving, um, I think one of the things that parents can do together is also to plan family expenses together so that they can also see what the family is spending on and how my parents are spending each cent. So for example, we can have like a, a family piggy bank, not not a personal piggy bank, a family piggy bank where you save together so that we can spend together on something um, like a family vacation or or a meal out, um, so that they know oh this is this is how we spend we spend very carefully and we plan for for what we want to spend on. Um, so so that being part of the family culture could help them think about. Do I want to spend this now or do I want to wait for something that is more meaningful for me to spend on? Um, so these are little things that makes a lot of difference in the way our kids think about money.
1: But from the parents, how much should they share about their finances? Like, you know, yeah, I, I, the idea to have a plan of family spending together is great. But, you know, sometimes for adults, we have adult financial problems um, that, that will trickle down to the decisions we make that impact our family and our children, right? You know, How do you, as a parent, distill it down, make sure that the children feel included in these really big uh, situations or issues, but also not scare them or confuse them at the same time?
0: I think one of the things that is really important is... It's okay to be vulnerable with your kids. It's okay to tell them that, you know, this month mommy just doesn't have enough, but you know, this is what I'm doing or this is what we're doing as a family to make sure that, you know, we can cope and we can survive. Now, this is something that is not part of the culture I feel because we're very protective of our kids and we're very protective of our money situation. We don't think um, money situation should be shared with anyone not even our children and sometimes not even our spouses. Um, this is something that, you know, we we got to break and say, you know, money issues or money problems um, can be shared and can be something that we work on together. Um, I completely understand if parents are very hesitant about sharing why they don't have enough, which is why I think it's important to like just start from from, from very young. So sometimes I tell my kids, I'm not going to buy you anything because it's just too expensive and when it's just too expensive that means we' got to give up on other things. So if they're okay about giving up on other things then okay, then let' let's make that decision together. Um, so things like that where, where we just normalize talking about uh, about what is too expensive, uh, what what should be uh, what, what we should wait on, uh, what we should immediately get. Um, And I think this is an ongoing conversation. It's not going to take one conversation and and the kids are going to, you know, immediately flip and become good with money. It's going to be constant conversation.
1: Yep. Teaching their kids is a lifetime job. But we're going to take a short break for some messages. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're tuned in to Ringgit and Sense. I'm Simwee Boon. And today's topic is teaching your kids about money um, how best to do it what are some tips what are some ways to do it joining me on the show to share some of her thoughts is Alina Amir she's the program lead for Fund for Life a platform aimed at educating the youth on financial literacy now earlier in the show before the break we were going through some of the points on why it's important to do this she shared some tips on how early you should start what are some ways to encourage and instill these values and help your kid learn about money but Alina now I want to ask about making money, right? I mean, we teach kids to save money. Should we teach kids to make money as well? And how should we go about it? How early should we start?
0: I think we can teach kids that money is not free, that you would have to work for it. Um, I don't encourage parents to pay kids for doing um, household chores. Um, those things are two separate things. Like your responsibility as part of the family member um, should not be compensated with money. Um, so do not confuse both of them. But that's a popular
1: so, way of parenting, right? Where, you know, like, ah, you go wash my car, i give you firing ringgit like that, you know?
0: I think household chores like making your bed, um, cleaning the dishes, those are family responsibilities that should not be compensated with money. Like you have to explain to your family members that, you know, this is part of the responsibility. It should not come with a salary. And now extra things like um, out of the ordinary or or very seldom happens, that that probably can, you can do that because it doesn't happen as often, but I still wouldn't encourage it. Just because if one day there's no money left, like sort of give out, they stop doing household chores. That, that's just no good. <laughs> Um, So, so one thing that you can do is teach kids that show kids that um, money just doesn't come from as rain, you know, like you got to work for you got to work for money, you can explain what you do um, in your job and and why you have to do what you do so that you can get salary so that, you know, how hard you work for every cent that that in itself is is enough for kids to understand that, you know, we we got to work to 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 get money, It, it doesn't come freely.
1: Yeah. What what about investing though? Is that a concept that's a bit too advanced for kids, maybe young adults or can you teach children about investing at a young age?
0: Definitely. I I have been traveling around the country teaching kids about financial literacy to the youngest at primary level. They're asking me what bitcoins are, what oh, nfts are. We'll
1: get to that later. <laughs>
0: cryptocurrencies are uh they're asking me how to double their money and these are like primary school level they're very very interested and they know because they're watching on TikTok. they're they're seeing it on um social media and i think just teaching kids what compounding means or what investing means just putting your money so that your money works for you understanding risk um, i think that uh, on the surface level, is is enough for them to sort of understand um, what is happening. In fact, all of our programs do include investment in it, so that kids can start understanding what compounding, the the the, the idea behind compounding is. Yeah.
1: When I was growing up the financial lessons that are instilled by my parents are very paper-based. It's money. It's cash money, right? You see something physical. But with technology, it's a bit more uh, fluid, right? Where it it can be debit card, it can be credit cards, it can be buy now pay letter, QR codes and everything, right? How do we teach children about money at this uh, age of technology?
0: So I think... It's even more important that we teach about money today because they don't get to see money in in physical form as much. Um, And spending, it's so easy to spend these days with just a phone, right? Uh, One of the things that I encourage parents to do is once you do have a savings account for your child is to look at the savings account online together and see how that money is growing together because you don't have a piggy bank at home anymore you don't keep your coins and your your cash at home anymore so i think keeping track of the money online together with your child is very important Uh, one thing that i have also noticed is that a lot of time parents open up a savings account for their child but they don't actually teach how to like navigate the, the 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 online platforms um i have interns coming in working with me who has no idea how to look at at his savings account when when he first came in like we had to teach him right? and and you know this is why like dingaari is reporting how Kids are sharing their passwords. They don't remember what their passwords are. They they don't know internet safety at all because we don't actually do it with them. Um, So it's important to teach that digital side of spending, Um, especially now that kids can buy just anywhere on on social media, on like buy now, pay later. Like what? I don't really have to pay anything now and get my stuff now. Like the consequences of of all of these new financial products we, we we have to take the time to explain to them um, the consequences of, of all of it.
1: What what do you think are the challenges then for parents to teach their children about finances? What's I mean, through your observations and the conversations you had, right? What's the most challenging thing for a parent when you, when they are trying to um, teach their kids about money?
0: Um, to be honest, when we teach kids about money, it's not that challenging if you're if if you're open. I think I think for parents, maybe they themselves are not very uh well versed with like money terms. Maybe they themselves are not comfortable or um know enough about money. But I think it's also okay for them to tell their kids that hey let's learn together about how to be better with money. Um, I don't have to be the expert in this. We can both be the student. Um, so things like that. Other challenges that I see is more, it becomes a bit more interesting when we work with kids from marginalized communities who don't often have a lot of money to begin with. So when we talk about like knowing your needs and wants, setting your financial goals, working towards it by tracking your expenses, when you don't have money to begin with, it becomes very difficult for them to like imagine what a budget could look like. So here it becomes a challenge for the teachers especially. Um, And this is where when we learn from our students, we learn how to like sort of tweak the conversation to talk about what money means to you, what are ways we can make money, what are ways we can start saving in a safe way, how saving even a little bit can make a lot of difference for the future. Like how do we survive within our means? Um, How do we cope emotionally with so little? Um, And this is something that we're, we're still exploring.
1: So, you know, you mentioned things like cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and everything. And, you know, yeah, kids learn it from social media and everything. And younger kids learn it, right? But the older parents might not be equipped to talk to them about. And this can pose to be quite dangerous.
0: I think one of the most important thing in parenting is not to go all out with like telling your child not to do something because that's exactly what they're going to do. That's exactly what they're going to do at the end of the day. So I think... For me, good parenting is having constant conversation with your child, even if you don't understand what's happening, but you're open enough to want to sort of explore and learn together with your child. Um, And I think a lot of times parents take the role of like, I'm a parent, I tell you what to do, so you just do it. Uh, But with kids, because they have access to so many different platforms and they're learning so fast these days, I think it's important to take the time to sort of Talk to your child to know what they already know, um, and sort of to learn together with them if they have a misunderstanding on a certain topic. So, like cryptocurrencies, uh, bitcoins, whatever that, whatever it is that they see online, they need to talk about it so that their parents are also aware of what they're learning online. Um, so again, this is this should be an ongoing conversation with your child.
1: For parents, we always want to give our children the best, right? We try to, we work very hard. There are, in fact, some parents they are willing to sacrifice their retirement funds to send their kids to the best, most expensive college overseas, buy them the best clothes they are willing to. Do you think this have a negative impact on the kids where it kind of creates a sense of entitlement
0: I think every generation, like every family goes through different experiences with money. Like most of my peers grew up with parents who worked extra hard to make every single cent. Um, And and our parents are very particular about spending every single one of them. So I remember growing up, uh, we were never allowed to have meals for for ourselves. It's always sharing, like no drinks other than plain water, no desserts. Like we were told not to order this whenever we go out for meals. And, And we grew up like this. And so when we have our own kids... We tend to want to give them what we did not get because we remember how it was like as kids to want to have a taste at something. Uh, but when you overdo it, kids would form this new normal that they're entitled to everything. And and it become very difficult for them to be thankful. And I think this is why family influence is so important because how we spend our money form our children's habits around it. Um, I. As a teacher who works with young young parents who work with young kids with young parents, I see it. I see how parents are really busy at work. They just the way they compensate it is just to throw money at their kids um, without think it, without really thinking about the consequences of how this will form money habits for their children. For them, it's more of like I'm I I wasn't around, so here's here's some money. For them, they didn't think of, as um, they didn't think that it would affect money habits, but it will. Um, so so again, it, it goes back to like how you want to raise your family um, and how you want to be conscious about raising your family around money.
1: That's all the time we have for today's episode of Ringgit and Sense. I've been speaking to Alina Amir. She's the program lead for Fund for Life. That's a platform aimed at educating the youth on financial literacy. Join us again next week for more conversations on personal finance. I'm Simwee Boon from The Morning Run. We have the 10 a.m. News Bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise. BFM 89.9 Ring it and sense on BFM 89.9 The Business Station
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind download the BFM app